Inside Chicago Government. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowatz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader, and he's here with me today. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, David. It's been so long since we talked. It seems like just moments ago. Yes. Let's talk now about two of your recent articles, one that appeared in the Reader on October 24th, 2013, titled, How to Irritate Mayor Emanuel <laughs> and Do Some Legislating in One Easy Step. Oh, yeah. You write of an October rally at which 11 aldermen were asked if they'd support a proposed TIF surplus yes. ordinance, among other things, and all said yes to that question, all 11. Yeah. The proposed ordinance, drafted by Alderman Robert Fioretti of the 2nd Ward and Scott Wagaspeck of the 32nd, says that the city would give the TIF revenues that are not, quote, already required or, quote, pledged for specific projects to the taxing bodies to which they would have gone if not for the corresponding TIF districts. For the uninitiated, these tax revenues that are skimmed off in the TIF districts accumulate in TIF funds. And according to the citizens group, Civic Lab, there's an estimated $1.7 billion surplus mm -hmm. of those funds. Yes. The Emanuel administration, on the other hand, says that $1.5 billion of the surplus is already, quote, committed, unquote, but it won't release any details yes. about how the funds are committed. <laughs> Take our word for it, accounting. Yeah. So the administration essentially maintained that most of this money is not, in fact, a surplus, but merely unspent. That is correct, but targeted to be spent. So then the administration agreed to release what it considers the actual surplus, $49 million, <laughs> to the taxing yeah. bodies that would have gotten it. This is very funny listening to you recite this. Yes, <laughs> it's true. And then there's another article you wrote recently. It appeared on November 21st, 2013, yes. titled, Our Aldermen, at least a few of them, finally challenged the mayor on TIFs, exclamation mark. In this article, you write about the city council meeting of November 13th, 2013, at which aldermen from the Progressive Reform Coalition introduced a motion to discharge the proposed TIF surplus ordinance from where it had stalled in the Rules Committee to the floor of the city council for consideration. The Rules Committee is chaired by 8th Ward Alderman Michelle Harris. Mm -hmm. Just some background on this. A couple of months ago, the Progressive Reform Coalition of Aldermen crafted a draft ordinance that they introduced to the city council that would essentially charge, I guess it would be the Department of Housing and Economic Development, to examine whether this unspent money that we talked about is actually committed in any way. And if it's not, then it should be given to the taxing bodies to which it never went right. when it was skimmed from the TIF districts. That ordinance was immediately sent to the Rules Committee, <laughs> right. which languished for a couple of months. More than a couple. Yeah. And 30 aldermen had originally signed on as co-sponsors of that proposed ordinance. So on paper, the motion, the recent motion to discharge the ordinance from the committee seemed like it could fly, but that's not what happened. Only 11 aldermen voted for the motion. We have to go back in time to when the ordinance was introduced in July, and that was in the midst of yet another round of budget cuts at the public schools, which followed the closing of schools. And you know, teachers are being fired. There wasn't money for supplies. We talked about all this. And meanwhile, not only is there this billions of dollars sitting in the TIF surplus, but there's money for the boondoggle in the South Loop that we've talked about many times, the basketball arena for DePaul. So the aldermen were in an embarrassing position. 
How do you justify cutting school funding when you have this money sitting in surplus? And so uh, in response, Alderman, trying to look good, signed on to this ordinance that would effectively take money out of TIF slush funds and give it back to the schools from where it came, essentially. So what Wagusback and Fioretti did was to embarrass their colleagues by invoking Rule 41, which is a parliamentary rule that says any two aldermen can bring a matter out of rules after 60 days, I believe it is. That's right. And so they brought it to the floor, and the vote was on technically, should we discharge discharge this from committee? What Wagusback and Fioretti and the others did was very embarrassing to their colleagues. They called her bluff. And, you know, the howling and the yelping that went from the embarrassed aldermen who were caught. It's during what they call debate in the city council that this yelping took on. Many aldermen made speeches Mm -hmm. mostly against the motion to discharge the proposed ordinance from committee. The aldermen, usually in these matters, get talking points from the administration. So most of these aldermen are reciting talking points. So I've got time for Ben. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, sir. Listeners, we welcome your comments and questions. You can send them via email to comments at shygov.com. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.